Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity may contain explicit and questionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster Rebecca Adams and are not based on the advice of a licensed therapist, psychologist, or psychiatrist. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Human lives follow many paths, presenting twists and turns and choices never planned, never expected. Temptation, anger, depression, and loneliness all can lead a person to a mistake they can't take back. Facing judgment and isolation, a person can feel very alone. These are the voices of women who have chosen to cheat on their spouses or partners. Hear their stories. This is Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity. Hope everyone has been doing well and keeping healthy and hopefully out of the line of uh, fires because I know that the whole West Coast has been really suffering and um, we've kind of been fighting all the smoke and haze up here in the Pacific Northwest uh, to the point of where it was considered hazardous. They didn't want us to leave our homes. Again, (laughs) this is just kind of becoming a habit. Um, But between that smoke, because sometimes you still need to leave the house. And even if you have a mask on, you can't escape the the smoke. Um, and we've done everything. We have HEPA filters in our house and um, we have heavier curtains. We're keeping those on the windows to just avoid anything leaking through because our windows aren't that great. Um, but between that and recording these books lately, Um, as well as the podcast, my voice is not as great. So I will apologize right now that this is going to be a little bit of a rougher sounding episode. Um, And certainly not by choice, but it is where we are. And we need to get this wonderful story out. I appreciate everybody tuning in. Today, we're going to have a story um, from Bridget. And Bridget started um, following me. I don't know exactly if we think we connected on a women's group and um, friended me on Facebook or I friended her and we started talking about uh, infidelity and um, she became a Patreon uh, member. She um, just was always, she's always, she's like one of my Um, I always know I can count on her (laughs) because she's just there's this core group of people that I've worked with um, who stay in touch with me. They're always positive. They're very supportive. And so I'm excited for that reason to be able to get to her story. And she was very candid and shared about, you know, her um, infidelity situations and where she is now. So lately... You might have noticed that I've been mentioning this other podcast that I have fallen in love with. I feel like I'm being unfaithful to my own podcast. Hmm. But I just have to share with you all, making it more of an open relationship among podcasts. In their own words, this is why you should subscribe to their show. What the hell is National Day Riff and why do we care? National Day Riff, a politically incorrect, tastefully inappropriate sketch comedy podcast. 
every day in the U.S. there is something to celebrate, and it's our job to poke fun at it. For example, sneak some zucchini into your neighbor's porch day. Men, synchronize your watches. Old Lady Anderson over there hasn't been eating her veggies. What? Are you serious? Veggies are good for you. Indeed they are, son. Or senior citizens, Spumoni, Brazilian blowout, and congressional startup day. How about a triple scoop of our new flavor, Brazilian blowout? Brazilian blowout! And of course, Fluffernutter, pierogi, and American touch tag day. Did you order a piping hot, steaming, super juicy, extra large, organic, free range pepperoni from Rubhub? Come on, come on. Yeah. Shit! Oh, well, <laughs> Brick wasn't able to take care of his uh, <clears throat> contractual obligations with the bisexual monkey. Sean, a fluffernutter is a sandwich with marshmallow, cream, and peanut butter, so... Ugh, that's disgusting. We even made a musical. Strong and short with a full head of hair. He just loves it when I'm coy. My little man is a manly man. Not dreaming of another out of life Just the moment of my dreams I don't want my child of life Just to cream each other's teeth Too much to ask Our request is simple Simple just like we She's tall, he's short but spry And that's just what we'll be National Day Riff is available wherever you get your podcast fix. Subscribe today, laugh tomorrow. It, well, you could actually laugh today if you if you wanted to. No one's stopping you. I mean, come on, it's free. Jeez. Infidelity. Both women and men alike have found themselves in situations where they have become unfaithful to their spouse or partner. On the podcast, Raw Truth, stories of female infidelity, you hear stories from women who have been unfaithful, but want to share their stories to help others in similar situations or to help other people understand why sometimes infidelity happens. But there is still so much more. How does a man cope when he finds out that his wife, girlfriend, or partner has cheated? What are the reasons why a man chooses to cheat? Are they similar to why a woman does? Or maybe you are the other man or the other woman in a relationship. I asked her later why she didn't tell me she liked the kind of sex she had with him. She said it was novel for the first couple times, but she swore she didn't like what he was doing. I'm not sure I believed it. Why keep going back? I'm sure in hindsight she feels that way now, but I never got over the nagging doubt that she enjoyed the sex with him more than me. I also never got over the feeling that she looked back at what they did and with good memories. He was bigger than me, in better shape, younger, and the sex was new. I never got over that. Again, she swears she looks at it with disgust, but who knows, why would she ever admit it? To hear the rest of this story and other stories like this, please visit the website rawtruth 
storiesoffemaleinfidelity.com and click on the Patreon link. For a $3 a month pledge, you will get access to these additional episodes as well as early access to regularly released episodes. If you have a story that you would like to be considered for a future podcast, please email rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. All submissions will always be anonymous. And always remember, no judgment. Well, a lot of the times I, you know, read an article along with a story, but because we're already well into this episode, because I just had to highlight um, the uh, National Day Riff podcast again. (laughs) I just love that podcast. I laugh my butt off and I'm still just tickled pink that they had me on there um, on their infidelity episode. Okay, my name was Ms. Madison, and I was a um, therapist for a married couple questioning infidelity. And it was the first time I'd done anything like that. And so, you know, they really, just in the short period of time that I worked with those guys, and they are seasoned trained actors out of Los Angeles, um, in movies, commercials, producing, I mean, all these things. To me, these are the big wigs, and they know their stuff. And so um, just the amount of time that I've had the opportunity to work with them, I learned so much. And um, so I'm forever thankful and grateful for that and um, just love to laugh my ass off at their show. So I always want to try and put their information out there because, you know, it's all about helping each other grow and uh, find success. And with 800,000 podcasts in the world, um, you know, you you got competition no matter what you do. Um, But why not help somebody? You know, if you help from your heart, it's just, it makes you feel good. And that's, you know, what I always try and practice and preach. But enough of that, here is Bridget's story. My name is Bridget. I was born and raised in Alpine, Utah. I was raised in the Mormon LDS religion, but have not been active in over 15 years. I was raised by two psychologists. Yes, that means both my mom and dad. Psychology runs in my blood, my DNA. I have never had a regular conversation with my parents. I have had sessions. I am a middle child and yes, middle child syndrome is real and boy, do I suffer from it. I was a 15 year competitive Latin ballroom dancer and as a teen, that was my life. I would say I discovered passion and seduction first, then sexuality after. As a ballroom dancer, our whole being is being passionately connected. Some dances are specifically about seduction, so I started learning and understand how I could seduce a guy just from what I learned in dance. I learned at 12 how to take it to the sexual side. My first kiss and boob grab was at 12, and I loved it. I loved the power and rush that came over me. I realized and learned quickly that the play acting seduction I had used for dance was the exact same I could use for boys in real life. 
I kissed a ton of guys through our middle and high school, and I went a little bit further as well, but actually didn't lose my virginity until I was 18. But where I came from, I was viewed as a slut. Because I danced for other schools than in my own district, I met a lot of boys who didn't just go to my school. I wasn't faithful to any one boy until I got engaged at 19. I have been married three times. My first husband, Shane. I was 19, which here in Utah is just what you do as a woman. You get married right out of high school and have babies. My first husband, Shane, and I met while I was actually promised to my high school sweetheart. I broke up with my boyfriend and within two months, Shane and I were engaged and married three months later. Shane was my first real true love and I was 100% completely faithful to him. For my love of flirtation and playful banter, I never felt a desire to do so with Shane. Our sex life was great. Then, within the first few months into our marriage, I got pregnant. It was a very rough pregnancy, so it changed things a lot. Shane worked nights, so we barely ever saw each other. I ended up having my daughter six weeks early. Six weeks after she was born, I found out that my husband Shane was cheating on me. I was devastated. I confronted him and we tried for another six months to work things out, but I only found out he was still cheating. After a year and a half of marriage, we got divorced. Second husband, Darren. This was a complete rebound for both him and I. I needed someone stable with a good job, etc., and he did. He was a police officer and had just got out of an engagement, so he was looking for a family. So together, he got an insta-fam with me and my daughter and I got a stable husband. In reality though, I knew the moment I was walking down the aisle, I was making a mistake. Our sex life was okay. Due to him constantly being on weird hours, I got lonely fast. I started cheating on him six months into our marriage. It was with a guy friend that I had known since high school. We met in a park and had sex in the back of my Jeep. I remember not feeling one ounce of guilt. I met up with a friend for a few months and again, no guilt. For some reason, it actually made me feel more confident, sexy, and wanted. My husband slowly became very verbally abusive with me, which only pushed me further into, well, anyone's arms. My job at the time was a master esthetician, and I specialized in male and female waxing. I also worked in an area where it's all college students, so I adjusted my hours to working later nights since that's when I could get the most clients. Well, that turned into me hooking up with clients. I started feeling connected to older men since, well, I, I have daddy issues. I had a client who was seven years older than me. Perfect, tall, dark, and handsome. His name was Peter. Peter was something else. He loved my flirty games and my willingness to venture out. I had my first threesome with another female with him and loved it. 
We even went to an orgy once with eight other married couples, so it was a bit awkward introducing ourselves as each other's lovers, but kind of awesome at the same time. Two years into my marriage, Darren and I just didn't connect anymore. His verbal abuse was so horrible and detrimental to me and my daughter. One night, my husband said those words we all dread. We need to talk. I was a bit relieved, but what he told me was nothing I would have ever expected. Darren let me know that he had been cheating on me since the beginning. I was beyond relieved and beyond pissed. He confessed that he was pulling girls over and getting sexual favors for not giving them tickets. He told me he wanted a divorce. I never confessed to my infidelity. He still doesn't know. For some reason, I didn't feel the need to. After I separated from my second husband and started the divorce process, I decided and promised myself I would not get into another relationship without completely being myself. I wanted to be able to be my fun, flirty, playful, curious, and taboo self. I finally accepted myself for who I am in every way. I love the chase. I love flirting, seducing, or getting into men's minds. I didn't and still don't have an issue with their relationship status. But who or how would I find someone who would accept this about me? Third husband, Brad. I met my third and current husband, Brad, of course, the trendiest way, online. Although it wasn't through the popular dating sites, it was a dating site specifically designed for married people seeking an affair, Ashley Madison. I first heard about AshleyMadison.com while watching the Tyra Banks talk show while I was with my second husband. I truly remember thinking, what a great idea. There is zero commitment, no emotions, and most importantly, discreet. What could be better? Brad messaged me and I put him on my list, but I was having so much fun with some of the other guys I met that I put him off. About two months after his first attempt, I figured, what the hell, I have nothing else to do this weekend. Love at first sight doesn't even come close to describing what happened when he and I first laid eyes on each other in person. We both were just looking for a booty call and ended up with so much more. That night, we had sex, which was incredible, and I decided I would move in that week, which I did. Two weeks later, we were engaged. One year later, we got married. We have three kids, a his, hers, and ours, and are going on 10 years. One main reason we fell in love, we accepted each other. Brad had the same curiosity as me in expanding our sexuality with others and each other. Two months into our relationship, we decided to venture off into an open lifestyle. And that is where she left her story, just right there. It kind of sounds like a cliffhanger, doesn't it? Um, but it's really not. I did uh, get in touch with her. I mean, like I said, we're in touch all the time. And she is just a really, really nice person. Um, she and I talked a little bit, and I asked her if there was more to the story she's adding. And this is what she added. 
I was in the escorting adult industry for five years after Brad and I met, so I was not only the other woman for many, but I got paid to do it. Even though I have gotten out of that industry, I still have a few clients I am seeing. My husband is fully aware of everything, and we love it. Well, in talking with Bridget Moore, she has agreed to expand or discuss a little bit more about that part of her life when she was a sex worker. And if you follow me on social media, you'll know that recently I had put out a post requesting any stories or anything about this. And of course, it's always anonymous because that's what I do. Um, But she was willing to talk about it a little bit. So she'll be sending me her detailed story about how she got into the sex work and why and and all of those details. So you'll definitely have to uh, tune in for that when it's released as it's still in progress right now as we're working on getting the story and everything together for it. I do want to thank you, Bridget, for being so open and willing to share your stories. And also, you know, for everybody else, you know, this is uh, this is a lot to talk about. Um, it's getting heavy, and it's going to get a little bit heavier. And she admits there's a lot to her life um, that she's sharing or has experienced. But I mean, starting to grow up in a very conservative Mormon household with two parents as psychologists. What I think about is the Big Bang Theory and Leonard and how his mother psychoanalyzed everything that he would do. It was impossible because, you know, he wasn't allowed to be able to be a child and do those things. And just like Bridget explained here, you know, she never had a real talk with her parents. It was always, you know, kind of a session, like she was in therapy all the time. So I can imagine that that would have been hard growing up that way. Um, And so, you know, she was able to find out what it is in her life she needs. And she has, you know, went into things with the best intentions. Um, Things went sideways. She realized that she was able to find a part of herself that she didn't know existed. And maybe it's not something you agree with. But if it works for her and her lifestyle, then then more power to her. You know, you got to do what you got to do what's right for you and your own family and, and your own life. So Bridget, thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to um, the midweek ponder with the rest of your story. A few things that I wanted to mention, and this was meant for the beginning of the podcast, but I don't know, I got a little sidetracked. Um, I just signed up for doing two more audiobooks. They are erotic. And I think I did mention this on Midweek Ponder um, that was just released. But um, a few weeks ago, I released an episode where I spoke with an author named M.L. Patterson. And his books are very well written. They are erotic, but they are not like super duper porn books or anything like that. I mean, it's it's more classy. You know, I mean, it's erotic. So, you know, there's going to be a level of dirtiness there. But um, still, I think the way that the authors write can certainly make a difference. But I'd been bugging him to do audio uh, books about it and that I wanted to audition. Well, he wasn't really sure how the whole system worked. 
And so I talked to him a little bit more about it. And I just signed up to do two of his audiobooks. So as soon as I finish um, the ones I've been working on, uh, the first one was called Believe It or Not. This is not ML's. This is a different one. Uh, his name is Derek Lacay's. Um, out of Texas, and he um, his book was How to Get Away with Cheating, and it's not what it sounds like. Um, it is an erotic book. It is a dirty one, and that's for sure, um, but I had a kick doing it because I was able to add some sound effects and, you know, do more voices. It was fun, and then the sequel, which is Sins of Jasmine, and um, so I'm still trying to get through the sins of Jasmine and with my voice not being 100%, it's making it difficult. Um, I've got to get it to him here by the end of September. So send um, good juju my way, please, because I um, need it so I can get through this book and then I'll get to start on the new ones. And I get a couple of offers here and there, but some of these rights holders will want to offer something to me and want you know, seven hour book done and completed an audio in a week. And that's just not possible with my schedule. So I appreciate that I can work with people who uh, we can agree on a time frame that's not yesterday. So I want to say thank you to both Derek Lacay's and to ML Patterson for that. It's been great. And of course, um, Ricardo Gianco, who I did four of his books, um, he was you know, easygoing as far as working with him on that. So I wanted to share that information with you. So if you are audible listeners, um, the Richard Gianco books are available. And on my Facebook page, I have a link. Um, and the Derek LeCay's books, the first one is still passing through Amazon. It'll probably be another month. And it takes about a month to a month and a half um, for them to process and get it on audible iTunes or wherever they're going to sell it. Also, out of the blue yesterday, I received an email from a lady who had actually heard about my podcast through Ashley Madison, because as you know, I had um, an interview with the chief strategy officer, and they sent out my podcast information on their newsletter. And she came across it and was just really appreciative because, you know, she struggles with the decisions that she's made, but she's in a situation where she is. And this podcast helped her to know that she's not out of her mind. You know, she's not alone, that there are a lot of women, for whatever reason it's going on, who are stepping out of their relationships. And as you know, like I always say, I'm not judging at all. Everybody has a reason. Everybody has their story. I don't condone it. I don't say, hey, why not? Everybody just go fuck around and do whatever you want. No. What I want to find out is, you know, what's going on? What has led you to this? And that way, other people who don't understand can learn from it. And those of us who have been unfaithful, um, who are dealing with guilt or dealing with however we're dealing with it, um, have the opportunity to know that, they're not alone. And it's okay to talk about it. Because infidelity has been around for so long. It's just that it was somewhat societally acceptable for men. I'm not saying that it is now. But years past, it was just, you know, that's just what men do. But women, holy shit. 
oh, she's a bitch, she's a whore, you know, all these things. Wait a second here. Wait a minute. Let's find out. People don't go into relationships typically with um, the, the plan to cheat on them. You know, something happens. We don't know. Everybody goes through something else. And it's not right for me or anybody else to say, oh, you're a terrible person because you did that. Okay, well, let's find out what happened. And that's what we're doing. So the goal here is to help women. And it's helping men who have been unfaithful themselves. And it's really helping men who have been on the other side of their wives infidelity. And um, so I, I appreciated that email. Then I got an email from a man who um his wife had cheated on him. And he told me, you know what, keep it up. Just ignore the assholes. I thought, okay, that's nice. But uh, you were cheated on. And he got back to me and just said it appreci- he appreciated it because it allowed him to understand the other side of things. Uh, understand maybe where his wife was coming from or other women in situations. Um And now he's considering submitting a story and he signed up for Patreon, which, you know, when people sign up for Patreon, you know, I'm like, whoa, that's very helpful for me. (laughs) I appreciate it. Um, You know, it's a secondary podcast. So this podcast that you just heard, I have to edit it down, take out the ads and get it on another site. So it it takes a little bit of time. But that $3 a month, um, you know, is very, very helpful for me. So those that have signed up, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Um, And then the most exciting thing, and my husband and I have been talking about this and working on it, is finally getting merchandise, merch for the podcast. And it's not going to say raw truth stories of female infidelity. Check out my coffee mug. No, it simply says no judgment. And that's it. Um, I have a black and a white coffee mug that I'll be offering a little 10 ounce um, tumbler with a lid and a journal. And I'm not going at this point, at least with the typical shirts and all that kind of stuff, because I know as a woman, there's a lot of women that like to journal. And this is an opportunity for them to have a journal that says no judgment as they're writing through these things that perhaps are really difficult for them when it comes to infidelity or anything else. And then who doesn't like a... uh, cup of coffee or tea, you know, and again, no judgment. And you you can have this stuff out and say you're at work and people are like, what does that mean? Well, it could mean anything. I just liked, I just like that because I don't think it's right for people to judge. Or you can decide, hey, it's a, you know, from a podcast I listen to, you know, whatever you feel comfortable sharing. Um, But it's something that you can keep close to your heart and know that I'm right there with you saying no judgment. Um, without the podcast being on, if that, you know, makes sense. What I really wanted to find, and I'm still looking towards it, is a wine glass that can say no judgment, because that one can go anyway. (laughs) Don't judge me because I'm drinking wine, you know, whatever. So anyways, as soon as those are available, I will announce it, um, have links out on my website and, and on social media so that you can order your merchandise. And I'm really t- doing my best to try and keep the prices down as best as I can um, because I want people to be able to get this and enjoy it. I don't ever charge like a million dollars. When I had my sewing business, I think that I probably made 70% of the items I probably made at cost. Just because 
I just wanted to do something good for somebody. And, you know, I'd go buy the fabric, and then it would take me a long time to make it. And yeah, numbers wise, oh, yeah, I made $10 on that blanket. But how long did it take me to go buy it? <laughs> and the time to cut and sew or do whatever. So um, I, I'm definitely not a person that tries to, you know, um, dig into people's pockets. But I think it would be uber cool if you guys were definitely interested in ordering some of that merch. So I will keep you guys posted on that. So now we are coming to a close, which is probably good because my voice is still not sounding right. Um, and as my usual thing, hey, you got a story you want to share if you're a woman who's been unfaithful, and you understand this podcast and appreciate it, shoot me an email. Even if you're unsure if you want to submit your story, send me an email. We can talk about it. Um, I always provide a story guide that just kind of helps follow from the beginning to the end so that the story flows. Um, again, beginning, middle, end, not just, hey, I cheated on my husband because of this. No, I need a story. <laughs> Same thing for the Patreon stories. If a man has been really struggling with um, his wives or partners infidelity, or they've been unfaithful, I have story guides for them as well. I just want to make it as easy as possible. And so many people will say, I'm no good at writing stories. Well, neither am I. Um, so that's what this is. It's just basic key points to bring out um, what happened. And you might notice after all these episodes, like this is episode number 39 for the raw truth. And then I think Patreon just had 17 released and Midweek Ponder just had 17 released. <laughs> but the stories between Patreon and here, you'll notice they're all kind of similar as in the way that they flow. And there's a reason to that. Um, it just helps, I think, be able to explain a little bit more in the story. Um, but anyways, shoot me an email, anybody, Rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. Um, you can go to my website, which is a very long one. And I don't know why I didn't shorten it, but I didn't. It's uh, raw truth stories of female infidelity dot com. Did I say that right? Rawtruth.stories. Yes, dot com. There you can send me an email. You can sign up for Patreon. Um, you can read my blog. I haven't updated it lately, but it's there. Um, you can listen to episodes on the website that are not Patreon, just the regular ones. Um, also, you know, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, do me a favor. Can you rate me? Can you write me a review if you like this? It just it just helps. It helps get the word out about this podcast. It's getting out there to other women and men, and I appreciate it, but every little bit helps. So feel free to do that. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at raw female. That sounds bad raw female at raw female. And then on Instagram, uh, podcast raw truth. Um, of course, Facebook, raw truth stories of female infidelity. Um, you can friend me on Facebook, Rebecca Adams, if you go to the page, you will probably see where Rebecca Adams has um, actually posted on to the raw truth. And you can just click there and friend request me if you like. Um, also, I do have a private Facebook group, and it's called Stories of Female Infidelity, and I just added to it, um, it's, it's based mainly for women who have been unfaithful. I had had a couple of men come across and requested, and I questioned them on it, can I help you? 
And one guy actually thought it was, you know, a a group where he could bash his cheating wife. I mean, he said so many horrible things and about me, about anybody else who was in the group. And I was like, yeah, this is why I double check because there's no room in my life and in my podcast world for people who are going to be like that. So I just wanted to make it clear. Now men are welcome to join, provided that they're going in there to try and understand what happened when it came to female infidelity, or if they're a guy who just needs uh, some support for their own infidelity. But um, that's it. There's no criticizing or anything. So um, you can find that group. And if you have questions, email me, and I could probably send you a link. But uh, I think I've uh, burned your ears long enough here with my babbling. So I appreciate everybody. I hope everybody, you know, is staying safe. Um, Hopefully we get through this virus thing and these fires and all this stuff and uh, be kind to one another. That's so important. You know, pay things forward. Be nice to somebody just because. Give somebody the time of day that you normally wouldn't give a simple hello. A person on the street, buy them a coffee. You know, those types of things go a long way. And it's amazing what it does for that person, but for your own heart too. You feel good because you're doing something good for a fellow person. Um, Right now with all the political crap, there's so much hate out there. There's so much, you know, just two different sides, just warring at each other. But the bottom line is, is how we feel about ourselves. And I think, and you know, being good to one another. And I think that's important. So I'll sign off from here. You guys have a good night and always remember no judgment. Goodbye.